right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the FearCast. This is the podcast dedicated to OCD, anxiety, anxiety spectrum disorders, and getting your life back. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin Foss, and I am a licensed clinician specializing in the treatment of OCD and anxiety spectrum disorders. Um, so today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. And before I get into that, I just want to let everybody out there know that the OCD SoCal Conference, the sixth annual OCD SoCal Conference, is upon us. It is coming out. Uh, it is going to be this coming Saturday, the 30th, so April 30th, 2022. So uh, it is going to be online, so virtual. So if you are anywhere in the world listening to this and would like to attend this conference, uh, you can go over to ocdsocal.org and um, learn a little bit more about this conference. I will be giving two talks. I'll be part of two uh, two talks about uh, one, about how to manage um, uh, uh, mental obsessions and uh, mental compulsions. And the other is going to be about how to uh, how to how to disclose that you have OCD, um, and and in that I'll be actually going over over a, a little bit in more detail some of what I'll be going over in this uh, in this podcast today. Uh, this is in in response to a tweet that um, a, a a man named Stephen Crowder had put up uh, about OCD, and it 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 got it got to me a little bit. And I'll explain a little bit why in a moment. But um, I, I did an audio, or excuse me, I, this is the audio. I did a video version of this, and that is up on YouTube. If you would like to watch that and watch my face saying the podcast, uh, you can go over there to uh, to the YouTubes and uh, and check me out over there. So, um, so this is while this is typically a question and answer based podcast, this is a, a answer to a question that unfortunately was not asked. So, I am in Jeopardy style answering a question in a backwards sort of way. I guess it's not Jeopardy style at all. Uh, I am answering a question that should have been asked. So if you have asked this question, here's the answer. But uh, thank you all for joining me again. And um, here is today's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the FearCast. This is the podcast dedicated to OCD, anxiety, anxiety spectrum disorders, and getting your life back. I'm your host, Kevin Foss, and I'm a licensed clinician specializing in the treatment of OCD and anxiety spectrum disorders. Thank you all so much for joining me today. So this is kind of a special episode today because I have a video component to this, as perhaps uh, you can tell if you're watching online, if you're listening to the podcast, um, as the average uh, uh podcast would be, it's totally understandable that you're not seeing me. Now, if you are and hearing me at the same time, it's probably because I'm in the same room as you or you're watching it on YouTube. Either way. So this is a special episode because while typically the FearCast is a question and answer based podcast where you get to email me in questions about what OCD is or anxiety uh, disorders and treatment and, and all that stuff, um, you can find more information about that over at FearCastPodcast.com. However, uh, this episode will be different because it's not going to be the average question. Um, so I'm going to treat this as if the question for the episode is something like, what's OCD? Something that seemingly is very uh, basic or very uh, foundational for um, uh, for this podcast, and certainly we've discussed that uh, a hundred times on this ep- or, excuse me on this podcast. However, 
This is different because it seems that someone out there doesn't know what OCD is, and that person, the person's name is Stephen Crowder. Now, I'd never heard about this fellow before um, yesterday or the day before, but apparently he had posted something, um, I, I'll say inflammatory, about, uh, about th uh, some folks in the OCD community, specifically those experiencing the subtype POCD. Now, POCD, as my, uh, my listeners will know, is uh, pedophile OCD. Now, he had said something inflammatory, and, and unfortunately, I, I go back and forth with whether or not I really want to say what he said, but he said in a tweet, and, and you, can, you can read about it if you'd like, um, but he had also dragged uh, a good colleague of mine, uh, Nathan Peterson, uh, uh, in, into the mud, or drug his name, in videos through the mud. Um, if you are uh, watching this on YouTube, and if you're an OCD sufferer um, and, uh, and have watched his videos online, you will know that he's one of the most compassionate, thoughtful, and caring and um, uh, uh, one of the best communicators of OCD and OCD treatment uh, out there. So to have someone drag uh, uh, Nathan Peterson's name through the mud, it, it, it kind of bothered me. And I think it bothered a lot of people. And furthermore, to the POCD community has bothered them because um, that subtype particularly has already has its own amount of stigma, own amount of misunderstanding and um, and shame attached to it. So I wanted to put something out there as a response uh, to Mr. Crowder, and um, uh, and also just for others in in the OCD community, or perhaps you're new to what OCD is and are just trying to understand what it is and what it's all about, and and, and particularly what you can do about it. So this, the title of this episode is essentially going to be, uh, "What is OCD?" Because Stephen Crowder doesn't know. So, what is OCD, you ask? Stephen Crowder, you should have asked, but you didn't. Now, I'll say this, though. Um, there's a lot to know. There's a lot to know, and there's a lot to learn about. So, I, I, while, again, I could be angry at, at Mr. Crowder, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm... <sighs> I kind of am. I'm, I'm also not because there's a lot of information to know, and and OCD is a very misunderstood diagnosis and mental health disorder. So the fact that he didn't look into it, didn't read a little bit more about what POCD is, what it actually is, not just from the name, um, and he drew his own conclusions, I, I, I guess I can give him a pass on that. However, this is going to be informational. You know what? Some people in your life, if you have, if you suffer from OCD and you're watching this and you have someone in your life that just doesn't understand what it actually is, well, perhaps show this video to them. Because what, what, I, what I ultimately would like Mr. Crowder to learn and, from what, and, and for what you can learn from this is what, what it is conceptually and why it is that we have these different subtypes, why we have these different names uh, like POCD, um, uh, SOOCD, Harm OCD, Scrupulosity, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and then ultimately why, why they're different, but, but why they're all the same. All right. So, so OCD is an anxiety disorder. Now, it is it is essentially that uh, someone with OCD has these unwanted, intrusive thoughts, feelings, images, sensations, or urges. They didn't ask for them, but they just come in, and they just they they come in without their asking, 
They're intrusive. We got that point. But those thoughts and that, that what I call the anxiety story creates this immense amount of anxiety or depression or anger or sadness. But most, most of the time, it's anxiety and uncertainty that causes them, or, or it causes them, well, it causes them, to do some type of compulsion. Now, the compulsion is a choice, obviously, or not obviously, but it can be, it, it is certainly a choice to electively give in to this. But we all understand why the person would give in to this. They're doing it to manage this anxiety that's coming from this intrusive thought, again, that they did not ask for. In the process of doing that compulsion, it's it's giving them a little bit of relief, getting them back to a sense of certainty or comfort that everything's going to be okay, that they can get back to life, that whatever they're afraid of is not going to happen. The problem is it reinforces the, the cycle, it reinforces the compulsive cycle, and it reinforces the, the fear associated with that thought that popped into their head. Now, um, Mr. Crowder, if, if that wasn't too academic, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little bit more simple. Everyone kind of has an understanding of what OCD is. You've seen it in movies, you've heard about it, you've heard jokes about it. The most common one that most people have heard about is kind of contamination, hand washing. So how, how that one typically works is, I mean, well, think about that person. That person is washing their hands. We're going to go with, the, this is the very stereotyped example. They're washing their hands excessively. Why? Well, they don't do it for fun. They're obviously not doing it because they enjoy it. They're doing it because they feel that they have to. There is a perception that that person holds about something they just did, are going to do, might do, that, that makes them feel nervous or scared or uncertain. And they feel that they need to do this action um, to make themselves feel better or safe or healthy or to protect others or themselves. So they, f- they feel dirty. Now, you and I on the outside of that person are going to say, well, they're, they're, they're not dirty or they're not more dirty than the average person. Right? We touch doorknobs, we touch things around us, right? We'll say, yes, they touch something, so there might be something there, but they're not any more dirty than you or I would be. But they are acting as if or they're perceiving it and they're experiencing it as if they are exceptionally dirty or that there will be something bad happening to them unless they take this action again the very stereotyped example but you and i you, you and i on the outside of that individual can see that they are they, they are misperceiving that or misperceiving their experience now they don't want to get sick, to get others sick, to have something bad happen as a result of that perceived contamination. So they wash. They try to protect themselves or protect other people based on a misperception of the world around them. And that misperception is is caused by that intrusive thought, feeling, image, sensation, or urge, right? So on the outside, you and I can see that that's, that's that, that process. Internally, that person is, is terrified and they feel that, that, that they have to go through with that in order to protect themselves or others. Okay. Now, that's a basic understanding of what OCD is. Now, we can, we can fill in the blanks with that with other different types of, uh, of, of thoughts or other themes, as, as, as it were. Now, before I jump into that, I want to think about Stephen King. Now, first off, you and I, everyone has intrusive thoughts. 
they're just thoughts they just randomly pop into our head and they can be thoughts of that cute girl from high school they can be thoughts of what you're going to do later today they can be thoughts of that you know memories from that uh, that vacation that you took or maybe an intrusive thought suddenly you're in a meeting and you go oh my wife's birthday is coming i should i should get her something what am i going to get now you didn't ask for that thought it just popped in now, you and I get to choose whether or not we're going to do something about it. If you're in a meeting and, and, you, and you go, I, I can't really research my, my wife's birthday gift, so I'm, I have to put that to the side, right? That's a very simple example, but you can see that you and I have those intrusive thoughts, and sometimes we do something about them, right? We say, oh, I should, I, I should research this if I have the time, right? Or if we don't have time, we, we put it to the side. Now, that is much easier for the, quote, neurotypical person, someone who doesn't have OCD. Um, someone with OCD gets those intrusive thoughts, and there's something within them that makes them feel as if that thought is exceptionally important, that it's urgent, that they have to do something about it right now or else. But on the outside, again, you and I would say, well, why would we do that? Now, we also get, sometimes we get violent intrusive thoughts. You've had them, I've had them, but we don't really do anything about them. And nor are we really worried about that. Think of Stephen King. What does he do all day long? Thinks of violent thoughts. Now, you and I aren't worried about him because what is he going to do with his thought? He's going to take that thought and he's going to put it into a book or put it into a screenplay and he's going to sell it for bajillions of dollars. Great. The difference between Stephen King and the person with harm OCD, so harm OCD being a subtype of OCD uh, centered around or, or relating to themes of harm, maybe harm towards oneself, harm towards others, is that person is terrified of them. And they, they have this perception, or some of them have a perception that that thought means that they are going to do that. Or they have that thought, maybe they're going to, uh, maybe their harm is going to happen to them. Or that they're out of their control, they're going to hurt somebody else. Right now, you and I who don't have that theme might say, "Well, they're they're not going to do that." Okay, but the person with that is afraid that they might, so they avoid they avoid dangerous situations, dangerous objects, situations where they could cause harm or they you know may cause harm to themselves or somebody else, things like that, and that makes them feel safe and comfortable and certain that everything's going to be all right. Now. Again, when it, then when it comes to some of these other more, let's just say, taboo subjects, let's go with pedophile OCD. This person is now afraid, or this person has an intrusive thought. Not that they asked for it, but it's an intrusive thought that what if they could harm a child in some way? They go, oh no, I don't want to do that. That's terrible. That's awful. I don't ever want to do that. So they do something about it to try to ensure that they're never going to do that. That may be avoidance. That might be reassurance seeking. They do all sorts of things. But all of that is done to try to ensure that they're never going to do this thing. Now, Mr. Crowder, in the process of you and I having this conversation, where we may be having these thoughts. If we talk about violent things, you're probably going to have a violent thought. Now, this is a, a fun game. I'll say this to maybe anyone out there. Have you ever had a violent thought? Now, the problem is if you say no, one, you're, well, you're lying because in order to answer that question, you have to have a violent thought to then compare it and say, well, is this a violent thought? Well, I've had that one before because I've had these before. Well, then, yes, I have. Am I even asking that you've had a violent thought? So, 
if I were to say, have you ever had a pedophilic thought? You have to say yes, because in order to answer that question, you have to have one. You have to have the thought. Now, again, a person with POCD isn't interested in, in, in actually harming a child. It's the furthest thing from them. It's the last thing that they want to do, and that's why they engage in compulsions that they don't want to do. I suppose, I suppose analogy might be this, and it's kind of, it's perhaps loose. Um, in, in your post or in your tweet, you kind of equated, essentially you equated anybody with POCD as essentially being a pedophile. So, if one has intrusive thoughts about, or has thoughts even, in a pedophilic nature, that must mean that they're going to do it, right? That's kind of what you're saying. Well, that's like saying that every person who has a gun kills people. Now, I, I understand that you're a Second Amendment person, so you're going to say, well, of course that's not true. Okay, right. Some people who own guns do hurt people and some people don't. Now, then I want you to imagine that somebody out there who is like the, like the last thing they want to do is to ever harm somebody. It's they, maybe they're a pacifist, right? We'll go with that. Imagine that that person gets sent in the mail a gun or a knife or a sword, or a bomb even. Every day they get this, and every day they throw it away. Every day they're trying to get rid of this thing. They go, why do I keep getting these guns? Now, that person has a gun, but they're trying to then get rid of it. That's the last thing that they want to do. Are we going to equate that person with a person who then causes harm to someone willfully with a gun? Probably not. Now, this might be a, a, a loose comparison, but but hopefully you understand the, the, the equation here. The person with POCD, yes, is getting this intrusive thought, but that's the last thing that they want. So by saying that just simply that active or that the fact that they have this in their possession, have a gun and then in their possession at that moment means that they are the same as someone who commits a, a violent crime with a gun is, is, is faulty and is wrong. And it's unfair then, if you're a gun person, it's unfair then to the person who's the, quote, good guy with the gun, right? It's then unfair to the person who has this thought, but then is terrified and is uncomfortable with it. So, I go through all of this to hopefully draw this comparison, or hopefully to give you more information about what OCD is and what it is not, so that you can, in the future, maybe, maybe, Maybe resist the urge to make this equation, this false equation. Maybe have compassion on somebody who is struggling with something that, that you just don't understand. And I get it. There's a lot of information to learn in life. And, and you know, if you hear something, you're, you're out there trying to protect children. I get it. I have children myself. I want to protect children too. And I understand that, that POCD is not the same as pedophilia. I understand that harm OCD is not the same as being violent, okay? So, I understand that similarly, let's say someone who has a, quote, hit the hit and run OCD. It's the person who's afraid that they might run somebody over as they drive their car. That person, that's the last thing they want to do is to harm somebody. But having the thought of hitting someone with their car is not the same as wanting to do it, going to do it, has done it. It is having a thought, in that moment. 
So, Mr. Crowder, I hope this has been educational. I hope you do see this. And um, if you have questions or would like to discuss this, I'm more than happy to chat about this with you. You can get a hold of me. Go over to fearcastpodcast.com and you can send me a message there. You can send me a message on Instagram if you're over there. But um, to anybody else out there uh, who has been uh, been been experiencing OCD, um, it, it, it can be a... A struggle. It can be, it can turn your world upside down. It can be incredibly painful to have these thoughts. So I just want to make sure that everybody out there knows that you aren't alone and that there is treatment out there that you can, you can learn to manage these thoughts, that you can have them and also develop that confidence in who you are, what you are actually about. Not that these thoughts define you or that you will do these thoughts, is that you have them and their thoughts. Like all those other weird thoughts that we get. And we get a lot of weird thoughts as people. You too, Mr. Crowder. So, there is treatment out there. There is recovery out there. Um, if you want to learn more about treatment, you can go over to fearcastpodcast.com and click on the Find Help link. And you can also go over to um, fantastic websites like iocdf.org. It's the International OCD Foundation. There's going to be a ton of information there. Uh, and uh, if you just do a little bit of Googling, or search around on YouTube, there's going to be a bajillion videos and articles and books out there that are going to provide really good information that will hopefully help point you in the right direction. So, everybody, thank you all for, so much for watching this video, Mr. Crowder. I hope this has been educational for you. And again, if you have any questions, you can get in touch with me. Thanks so much. All right, everybody, you made it through this episode. Thank you so much for making it through this one. This was a little bit uh, different, perhaps. So this is the first time I've done video. Uh, it actually was easier than I thought it was. I wonder if I, uh, I'm wondering aloud if I'm going to start doing video. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, but I also know that um, uh, many people on YouTube uh, have corner on the um, video podcast or video cast, or whatever it's called. Um, uh, but we shall see. So... Everybody, um, again, thank you so much. If you want to learn more about um, OCD and, and OCD subtypes and OCD treatment, go over to fearcastpodcast.com and go to the Find Help link. All right, everybody, until next time, take a risk, challenge yourself, and don't take your brain too seriously.